Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Rejuvenation's Health Radio on blogtalkradio.com. The show is brought to you by LipoLite Naples and your hosts are Dr. Ron and Dr. Ron. We are your station for everything natural. We are your station for information about slimming, shaping, and toning. We not only want you to live longer, we want you to have more life in those years. So without further ado, let's get on with today's show. Good afternoon, everyone, on this 29th day of March. You believe it already? April Fool's Day is right around the corner. Welcome to Time with Dr. Ron. Uh, we are brought to you by LipoLite Naples, which is located at 1575 Pine Ridge Road, Suite Number 6 in Naples, Florida. Their phone number is area code 239-331-5886 and 239-658-COOL, C-O-O-L, which is 2665. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have a chance, please visit uh, cryonaples.com, see what Dr. Ron is doing down at his office with the only private nitrogen chamber in Southwest Florida. Uh, and in three minutes to get rid of your pain, uh, feel better. Burn up four or 500 calories, too, by the way. Uh, really great technology. Uh, he has lots of sports teams now coming into the office to uh, utilize this uh, modality. And, of course, it's not a miracle. It's not for everybody, and it requires more than one treatment in most cases. But uh, something that if you're in this area, you might want to uh, see Dr. Ron. And he is also a board-certified neurologist and chiropractor. And uh, he has lots of different modalities there. So uh, Dr. Ron is located at 1575 Pine Ridge Road. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, we will have a sort of abbreviated show today, just 45 minutes because of some uh, problems that came up with a friend of mine. But uh, we will have Dr. Jerry Smith uh, on with us. And we're going to discuss something about your thyroid gland and uh, bef- I, I do have some information I want to talk to you before we get to thyroid. Uh, Dr. Smith has a lot of experience treating patients with natural thyroid and using the Broda Barnes technique. And I agree with that technique, but there, you, the, the diagnosis also requires, in my opinion, some blood tests, and we'll talk about that. Uh, I want to say hello to Dr. Smith. Are you on the line, uh, Dr. Smith? Yes, I am. Thank you, Ron. Uh, are you welcome. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we have Dr. Smith on, but... Before we get started, um, uh, I want to talk to you uh, about the Tylenol. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, you know, Tylenol is called acetaminophen. And uh, the big pharmaceutical companies uh, have been playing a trick with us, especially with people suffering from arthritis pain. If you or someone you love has arthritis and you know the routine all too well, right, they're popping Tylenol, acetaminophen around the clock. They're hoping for relief. So uh, if you're, you know, waiting around for that acetaminophen to kick in, you're not alone, ladies and gentlemen, because a major new study out of Europe has proven that acetaminophen is, ready for this, bells and whistles, is useless when it comes to relieving the throbbing, aching joints of arthritis. And some of the largest drug companies in the world have made a fortune leaving people like you in constant pain. 
So if you just looked at the packaging, you swear the title was the best friend of arthritis sufferers you ever had. But some versions promise eight hours of arthritis relief on the label. And you can even buy Tylenol with easy open caps designed for arthritic fingers. So it looks like Tylenol Maker, the Tylenol Maker is J&J, Johnson & Johnson, and other companies that sell acetaminophen. Uh, We'll just about package anything for arthritis except sell you a product that actually works. You see that despite all these claims these manufacturers have been making, the science backing acetaminophen as a treatment for arthritis is sketchy at best. So scientists from the University of Bern, that's B-E-R-N in Switzerland, decided to finally put it to the test. And what they found was acetaminophen is not a pain relief in a bottle. They found and poured through 74 studies going all the way back to 1980. They looked at uh, studies involving 60,000 patients, and they could not find any evidence that acetaminophen soothes arthritis pain no matter how much of the stuff you take. In fact, it was so useless that it produced the same results as a placebo. Well, ladies and gentlemen, a placebo is just like a sugar pill. It was as if these poor people hadn't taken anything at all. Well, last year, I, I told you about similar research that found out uh, about acetaminophen having no benefits in treating osteoarthritis pain. Two years ago, we talked about another study where researchers found what they call, quote-unquote, clear evidence that acetaminophen, which is Tylenol, did absolutely nothing to relieve lower back pain. That study had volunteers using a dose of just 10 milligrams shy of the daily maximum. The co-director of the study called acetaminophen a drug with side effects that dwarf any possible benefit in treating the pain of arthritis. And I, I probably should say that again because acetaminophen won't do a thing to ease that painful throbbing in your joints, but it can cause serious GI bleeding and leave you with a permanent liver damage. Remember, we had a whole program talking about this. Acetaminophen is now the leading cause of liver failure in the United States. So it's far from safe, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, talk to your healthcare provider about some alternatives like Boswella, capsation, turmeric. There are other things that are safer for you than acetaminophen. So a word to the wise And that's what we do here on Rejuvenations Health Radio. Try to give you uh, information you can use. And, you know, just as another uh, fact for you, we're running out of livers for transplantation. So between the fructose causing non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, and we'll talk to you about that another day, and acetaminophen, we're really putting a lot of stress on our livers, plus all the drugs. And, well, you know, how many times have we talked about statins? And causing liver disease. So, ladies and gentlemen, a word to the wise. I don't want to be a depression depressive here about this, but uh, you really uh, have to be educated. Well, for the next uh, time we have left, uh, Dr. Smith and I will talk about the thyroid. And you know, the thyroid is a little butterfly butterfly shaped gland here in the neck. And it can have a dramatic impact on a huge variety of bodily functions. And if you're a woman over 35, your odds of a thyroid disorder are quite high, actually more than 30% by some estimates. So about 30 million Americans have a thyroid disorder, and half, maybe 15 million, are silent sufferers who are undiagnosed. And that's according to the American Association of Clinical Endocrinologists. And that 
that those figures are probably on the low side because a lot of physicians and endocrinologists are using the wrong values uh, to diagnose underactive thyroid. Women are as much as 10 times as likely as men to have thyroid problems, so more frequently diagnosed in women. So this little thyroid gland is uh, right, right, right above your Adam's apple, and it produces a hormone called thyroid hormone, and that regulates, among other things, your body's temperature, metabolism, your heartbeat, and things can go wrong when your thyroid is either underactive or overactive. If it's sluggish, it produces too little thyroid hormone. If it's amped up, it produces too much. And what causes your thyroid to go haywire? Well, it could be genetics. It could be an autoimmune attack. It could be pregnancy, stress, nutritional deficiencies, and toxins. And one other thing in this list that I didn't put in here it could be drugs. It could be thyroid mugger drugs. And we'll get into this as we talk about the thyroid. But because of thyroid hormones' far reach on the body, from the brain to the bowels, diagnosing a disorder can be challenging. And uh, we'll go through some symptoms of uh, 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 thyroid uh, problems. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, we're just talking about thyroid. But as I've told you previously, there is a symphony going on here between the thyroid gland, the adrenal gland, and the sex glands. And in order to have this orchestra play a tune that you can recognize, you have to balance all three. Although we're talking about thyroid now, just remember that the other two glands, the sex glands and the adrenal glands, are connected. And before we go further, let's ask Dr. Uh, uh, Smith if he has any, any comments so far. Yeah, I was one of those unlucky babies that got irradiated when I was like 10 months old to shrink my thymus gland, and they knocked off part of my thyroid. So I'm real in tune with what's going on. Um, wow. Yeah, when you look at the the list of common symptoms, it's like all your TV advertisements. you got fatigue, forgetfulness, insomnia, weight gain, constipation, digestion, menstrual problems, mental fog, swollen tissue, dizziness, frequent colds, hoarseness, loss of hair palpitations of the heart, cold hands, cold feet, dry skin, infertility, peeling nails, muscle spasm, trigger points, depression, anxiety, panic attacks, lowered immune system, um, headaches, decreased sweating, muscle and joint pain, miscarriages, decreased mental sharpness, skin pallor, low blood pressure or high blood pressure, high cholesterol. You could take all the statin drugs you want. If your thyroid's not corrected, you're not going to lower your cholesterol. Cold intolerance, goiter, loss of libido, allergy disorders, mood swings, slow speech, fluid retention, enlarged tongue and scalloping, uh, slow pulse, tingling, and brittle nails. That's just, that's the main crux of the symptoms, and that's like majority of people. And why is it so prevalent? Chloride in the water, fluoride in the toothpaste in the water, bromine in the bleaching agents of the bread. These three halogens suppress the thyroid along with soy. So that's where it's the problem right. coming and why it's prevalent. And most of the symptoms that were just uh, enumerated are from an underactive thyroid, underactive. Now, if it's overactive, you're going to have sweating, palpitations, fast heart rate, diarrhea, loss of weight, loss of hair. But again, these are, these are symptoms of, the, of an overactive thyroid. But most people have underactive thyroid. Yeah. And then well, in the next 24 hours. Yeah. 
Yeah, Ron, I just wanted to yeah, interject here. My daughter had so-called Hashimoto's, which is an overactive. And what happened was... Well, it could be underactive, one, too. Yeah, it could, it could be, be but in her case, yeah, it was overactive. The, the endocrinologist wanted to put her on tapazole to suppress her thyroid. And, of course, she asked me what I should do, what she should do, and I said, no way. When I tested her energetically, she had Epstein-Barr virus from high school in her thyroid. Now, when she was in high school, she missed the whole senior year because of severe fatigue issues. So, from my clinical experience, these viruses uh, lie dormant in different organs. And when the body gets stressed out, they manifest. Well, you know, there's just another uh, <clears throat> symptom and a cause of, of, of thyroid disease. Uh, you know, in addition to depression and all. We'll talk about Hashimoto's is a little bit uh, different classification because it is an autoimmune disease. And that's one of the ones I feel strongly you do need a blood test to diagnose. And the reason is because I think it does influence the treatment. But to to go, just, just to lay the groundwork about thyroid, because I don't think we can cover it all today. I mean, uh, I just want, want to tell you about the scientists from the World Health Organization. They just released what I would call a bombshell report. This is coming from WHO. And what, what they found were four common household substances they call endocrine disruptors. Well, we've talked about them on this program for three years. These unnatural chemicals wreck up the balance between in your endocrine system and especially your thyroid. Do you know your thyroid is like it's mainly your gas pedal controls your energy and metabolism. So if you're feeling tugged, t- uh, tired, sluggish, worn out, you could have all those other symptoms. But you know what you're going to really recognize? You're going to, it's really going to bother you. You're tugged, you're tired, you're sluggish, you get brain fog. And these chemicals are everywhere in our modern world. They're in our food. They're in our water. They're even in the air we breathe. In fact, one of the worst offenders, according to WHO scientists, is something we started talking about last week. It's fluoride. It's in the drink water. Right? Dr. Smith talked about that. Because your thyroid is really the master gland for energy and metabolism and overall health, you cannot look and feel your best with these chemicals interfering with your thyroid gland. So... Just imagine, you wake up every morning with a smile, feeling warm, alert, and alive with energy. You stay sharp and focused from sun up to sundown. Imagine if your diet if your diet and exercise efforts were magnified by some unseen force and the pounds just melted away. Imagine having your friends say, you're sparkling with energy and confidence as they demand to know your secret. Well, that's the incredible power, ladies and gentlemen, of your thyroid gland over the way you look and feel. I could give you lots of examples. So let's just uh, uh, talk about, uh, and we don't, we will not forget to talk about iodine because we are iodine deficient in this country. In fact, while we're here, there's a there. Most physicians who treat thyroid now uh, talk about thyroid. You know this because of the thyroid and your basal basal metabolic rate are your thermostat. And if you are, if we're all getting plenty of iodine, we have to say, why the heck do 27 million Americans have thyroid issues? And why are thyroid complaints going up? They're going up for a lot of reasons. One, we're, we're, we're more conscious of it. 
And the answer came in a recent research paper that was buried by the mainstream media. And you'd really have to dig to find this article. But the title of the article was Iodine Deficiency, An Old Epidemic is Back. That research showed that iodine levels have dropped by 50% in the last 30 years. 50% in the last 30 years. So now between the sabotage that we got from chemicals and drugs and by lack of iodine, I think uh, we have a, a, a reason why our, our, our thyroid glands get messed up and why our thyroid hormones just don't work like they should. And we'll have, uh, we'll have answers for you on these res- these these uh, these problems I brought up. So uh, I'm going to go through a few drugs, and we'll go through a few few treatments and uh, how to diagnose this this disease. If you're on fluorinated drugs, who knows what a fluorinated drug is? Didn't we just talk about how fluoride destroys your thyroid gland? You know that Prozac, an antidepressant, is a fluorinated drug. You know that acid blockers. How many, and you know, we've talked about proton pump inhibitors. They're acid blockers. Most antidepressants. And one actually has it in its generic name, fluoroquinolones. That's like Cipro and, and Levothroxin. They are, uh, are you okay? Yeah. Do I, have to come, do I have to come over there and help you? Make a house call, absolutely. <laughs> and anyway, <laughs> there are <laughs> there are lots of drugs, ladies and gentlemen, that you have to be aware that they have fluoride in them and they could be affecting your thyroid gland. So, what do we know? Well, lifestyle factors contribute to a, uh, this this. Wrecking of your thyroid, which includes uh, being obese, having diabetes, having eating too much sugar or fructose and processed foods, and stress in our environment, lack of exercise. See, ladies and gentlemen, your thyroid function is directly related to your your adrenal function, which is greatly affected by what stress. And adrenal symptoms can have a similar presentation as thyroid symptoms. So this is not a simple take your temperature, feel, feel uh, you're feeling tired. There, there's other things going on in your body that have to be associated, that have to be looked at if you think you have thyroid disease. I'm worried about Ron, my friend, Dr. Just... Dr. Smith over here. I, I want to get him on the phone, get him talking so he can stop coughing. Yeah, listen, one of the big hidden factors is all this extensive dentistry. That's being done. These root canals, these third molar extractions, the uh, mercury fillings, the the infections, and uh, you know residual infections. They're called cavitations and jaw bones where teeth were extracted. They all feed into the lymphatic system, which literally uh, gets drained down into the thyroid and causes suppression. That's a, that's an excellent point, and I, I was going to bring that up later too, and I agree with that. I mean, uh, the root canals and the similar metals, as you you have talked about in, in prior weeks, how that it liberates uh, who knows what into our, and, and vaporizes it and goes to our brain and to our uh, endocrine glands. So that, that's a that's a good point. Yeah, especially nickel. Uh, I find, you know, these uh, uh, stainless steel wires that they use in orthodontics. 
there's nickel in these wires, the, the metal brackets in orthodontics, nickel. How about all these piercings, the ear piercings? I see, I just had a young woman in today. She probably had a, like 10 you know, piercings in her ear, and I said, you know, you really got to be careful with these things. I'm not being judgmental, but the fact that these silver earrings will have nickel in it as a hardening agent, and it migrates down to your thyroid. Yeah, that's, that's a great point, and that's why uh, we are going to spend a, a lot of time today just talking about the signs and symptoms and and some root causes, because if you can get to the cause of any disease, you're going to be able to find the appropriate treatment. Uh, just like we've talked about, chronic, most chronic diseases have at their base inflammation. So we really need to talk about things like nickel and different metals and the different things we're getting in our water, fluoride, chlorine, and the brominated flour, the brominated vegetable oil, how it's affecting our thyroid gland. And and the thyroid gland, as Dr. Smith said, you know, you could go get a blood test and the doctor say, oh, your, your cholesterol is high. But if he's not, and if he doesn't test your thyroid or doesn't do the appropriate test, He's going to put you on a statin drug, and that's going to give you diabetes, cataracts, muscle aches and pains, and a, and a host of other diseases. So uh, we need to uh, get talk, talk about what can cause the thyroid to go crazy. So taking thyroid hormones should be done only after you rule out these type of conditions. you got to rule out adrenal fatigue. If you're gluten-sensitive, the gliadin and gluten – takes up the same receptors as your thyroid receptors. So, you know, if you have gluten intolerance or other food allergies, that has to be taken into consideration. If you have other hormonal imbalances, ideally, the ideal situation is you'd want to have your thyroid working by treating the underlying cause as opposed to taking an external source. But if you have to take an external source, there are options out there, ladies and gentlemen, not just the synthetic version of the thyroid hormone. So, let's just summarize a little bit. If your thyroid hormone is deficient or poorly functioning, you may experience symptoms ranging from fatigue and constipation to hair loss, depression, foggy thinking, cold body temperature, and low metabolism. Some mental illnesses, are, including depression, anxiety, may be associated with thyroid dysfunction. And lastly but not leastly, antibodies to thyroid tissue are present in 20% of depressed patients in comparison to the general population where it's 5 to 10%. So what does that mean? That means that your body is attacking its own thyroid gland. That's what antibodies are. They're attacking the thyroid gland. So we, you definitely need to be uh, checked for the uh, uh, thyroid antibodies. Well, let's take a, a quick one-minute break. I want you to hear what Dr. Ron is saying on the radio these days here in Southwest Florida. We'll come back and uh, we'll continue to talk about thyroid. This is Dr. Ron Repesey of Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Spa, your place to chill at 239-658-COOL. If you've not heard of whole body cryotherapy and suffer with back pain, joint pain, arthritis, fibromyalgia, or you're an athlete that wants quick recovery from sports injuries, then come chill with us at Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Sauna. Cryospa treatments take only three minutes and are supervised by physicians. Sessions are one-on-one in a private environment. Each treatment can also burn five to 800 calories. As seen on Dr. Oz, Cool Cryospa is truly amazing technology. 
Let's hear what Dr. Kurt Biggs, a well-respected orthopedic surgeon in Naples, has to say about cool cryotherapy. Hi, I'm Dr. Biggs of the Joint Replacement Institute. Since I started applying the cool cryosauna, my patients are healing much quicker and athletes are seeing quick recovery. I recommend this procedure for my surgical patients and athletes. Call Dr. Repesey now to schedule your cool cryo trial session. 239-658-COOL. 239-658-2665. Located at 1575 Pine Ridge Road in the Noodles Italian Bistro Plaza. Rejuvenations, cool cryo spa. Come chill with us. Well, that's that's uh, sun number one that has the uh, uh, Lipo Light Center and the Rejuvenations Health Spa in uh, Naples, Florida. 239-331-5886. So, what are we doing here with thyroid? Well, Ladies and gentlemen, it is ubiquitous and really is something that you have to look uh, into uh, if you have any chronic illness, if you're just not feeling better, because uh, the thyroid gland, as Dr. Smith has started out in the beginning, is, is associated with almost every function uh, in your body. Uh, and there's a variety of serious health conditions that are associated with a poorly functioning thyroid, even fibromyalgia, irritable bowel syndrome, autoimmune diseases, and even thyroid cancer. So the thyroid gland, ladies and gentlemen, makes probably four different hormones, T1, 2, 3, and 4. Right now, we really know about T3 and T4. T3 is called triiodothyronine, and T4 is called thyroxine. And in the, in the early days, the physicians would only measure the T4, but T4 is the inactive form of the hormone. It has to be converted to T3. And these hormones that are secreted by your thyroid, they interact with your other hormones, including insulin, cortisol, and sex hormones like estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone. That's why I say you have a symphony going on, and in order to hear a good uh, uh, concert, you have to have all these organs functioning. So these organs are all tied together. They're in constant communication with each other. And about 90% of the hormone produced by your thyroid is in the form of T4. But remember, I said that's the inactive form. Your liver then converts the T4 into T3, which is the active form with the help of an enzyme. T2, ladies and gentlemen, is currently the least understood component of the thyroid function. And um, we'll talk about this when we get into the natural treatment using uh, the whole gland rather than the synthetic T4. So if everything is working properly, you will make what you need and have the correct amount of T3 and T4, which controls the metabolism of every cell in your body. If your T3 is inadequate, either by inadequate production or not being converted from T4, your entire body will experience the consequences. So, we're not ready to talk about treatment yet, but uh, it's important that your thyroid dysfunction be diagnosed properly. And there are many variables and potential underlying things going on. If your thyroid dysfunction is caused by factors such as uh, some of the, like too many toxins, you have to be detoxified. You have to change your lifestyle, avoid, avoid disrupting chemicals, which could be the key components of a successful intervention. And we've talked about medications. We talked about BPA, bisphenol A, and endocrine disrupting chemicals. Dr. Smith has mentioned bromines. And you know what, ladies and gentlemen, bromines are found in pesticides, plastics, 
We talked about brominated flour, and the beverages have brominated vegetable oils. Guess what? Flame retardants also have a disruptive effect on your thyroid function. Do you believe that? Also, yeah, Ron. Um, yeah. If you have excess of vitamin A uh, and zinc, that can suppress thyroid function and the selenium deficiency. That could Absolutely. also be a factor. Yeah, and yes, calcium. Absolutely. People don't realize that calcium suppresses thyroid function. Right. Well, that, there you go with the with the thyroid parathyroid interaction, and that's why it's a symphony. You just cannot treat one without knowing what the others are doing. So we already went through the symptoms, uh, the test, the standard. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the testing. So the, a common way to diagnose thyroid dysfunction is by measuring how much TSH, that's thyroid-stimulating hormone, your pituitary gland excretes. So when your thyroid is not producing sufficient levels of thyroid hormone, your pituitary sends out the signal to, to let's make a lot of, let's, let's go ahead and, and stimulate that thyroid gland. They make a lot of TSH to encourage that thyroid to increase production. Hence, the higher your TSH level the more likely you are to have hypo-underactive thyroidism. However, while the TSH test has become the gold standard for determining the activity level of your thyroid, this test may not be entirely adequate. I'm going to just turn the microphone over now to Dr. Smith a little bit and let him explain the basal body temperature method of Broda-Barnes. Yeah, for over 20 years, Broda Barnes did uh, extensive research um, correlating armpit temperature, oral temperature, rectal temperature, and forehead temperature. And, you know, it came up with a very practical way of assessing it. If you have a, a uh, infrared thermometer, for example, you can take a reading off your forehead in like two seconds. They take like a thousand readings a second and it averages it. And then by subtracting one degree, you get the equivalent of armpit temperature. And the normal range is, and this is after like well over 10,000 patients that were assessed, 98.2 to 97.8. So if it's within that range, then your thyroid's working properly. Now, just because the, the blood tests measure the level in the bloodstream doesn't mean that that hormone is inside the cell. By taking your temperature and getting a normal range, then you know for sure that it's inside the cell making, and the metabolism is right, so your temperature is right. Uh, the other big factor in this equation is that if you're low in tyrosine, which is an amino acid, that's the precursor to thyroxine. So you could have a deficiency in the amino acid causing a deficiency in your thyroid hormone. Uh, if you don't have enough selenium in your body, that enables the body to convert the T4 to T3, so that could be a problem. Low testosterone, especially for women, after uh, menopause, if you don't have enough testosterone, you can't convert the T4 to T3. So there could be multiple factors and not just, you know, a lack of, of T4 in the body. Exactly. And here we go again. Remember we, we talked about this symphony, testosterone, parathyroid. Uh, adrenal, cortisol, all interrelated. Uh, Dr. Jonathan Wright, has anybody heard of him? Well, he's a Who's pioneer that? in natural. Dr. Jonathan Wright out in the Seattle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. You, know, you know, he he uh, he has noted about blood testing, okay, and he noted about elevated levels of reverse T3 
And I, not many uh, doctors order this test, but these levels tend to signal the presence of toxic metals. So if you don't have a, a way to, to measure toxic metals, your physician is inexperienced in hair analysis. And, you know, a reverse T3 test may be in order. In Dr. Wright's experience, most people who have elevated reverse T3 levels will see their levels revert back to normal after undergoing treatment to get rid of these metals. And, you know, there's chelation treatment, there's other detoxification treatments, which get rid of these heavy metals. In essence, then, heavy metal toxicity can cause a functional form of hypothyroidism. Okay, and so, so can uh, vaccines, uh, Ron. Uh, I find a lot of tetanus vaccines from childhood are trapped in the left lobe of the thyroid, and that and that's not going to be picked up by uh, any blood tests or a doctor's evaluation. And also, I'm finding more and more pesticides being trapped in the thyroid. Again, if you, ladies and gentlemen, for this type of testing, you have to find a physician like Dr. Smith who uses a very specialized uh, resonance testing. And uh, before we uh, let Dr. Smith explain that, uh, let's just make sure you understand that the TSH test. Uh, should be between 1 and 1.5. It used to be if it was over 6, it was normal. Now that, that's all down. We know that it should be between 1 and 1.5. Uh, you must measure a free T4 and a free T3. Important. The T4 should be between 0.9 and 1.8. The three, T3 should be between 240 and 450. And the thyroid antibody testing. Okay, I think this is important to get done to rule it in or out. And this includes thyroid peroxidized antibodies and antithyroglobulin antibodies. These two measures help to determine if your body is attacking your thyroid gland or overreacting to its own tissues. Unfortunately, as I said, most physicians always leave this test out. So if your doctor refuses to include this test, you know, there are ways to get it done directly. That's really important. And please don't forget the basal body temperature that was just explained to you. And I I, I, I don't know what I it should be done at rest, right, Jerry? It, this this test should be first thing in the morning while your body Yeah, first thing in the morning before you get out of bed. Yep. Exactly. So it's a basal body temperature. The basal body means take that uh, thermometer with you to bed and get get your temperature before you hop out of bed. And if you, you know, if you have, you're being diagnosed for as an underactive thyroid, and you're not having having results, and you're still taking thyroid hormone, nothing's happening. There are other tests called thyroid stimulating hormone tests, uh, which uh, helps identify hypothyroidism that's caused by inadequacy of the pituitary gland. And remember that reverse T3 is a metabolically uh, inactive and elevated levels may indicate that heavy metal toxicity is affecting your thyroid function. So those tests are important, but please don't ignore or don't downplay the Broda Barnes basal body temperature test as explained by Dr. Smith. Really, really important. And you, you might, you're going to be steps ahead of your personal physician if you, uh, if you know how to do that. So yeah, also before we... Yeah, also Pulse is very interesting. Um, Ray Pete, he's a PhD, has a website, and it's interesting. What he believes is normal Pulse is 85, not 72. And uh, it, when your heart's not beating properly, you can't perfuse the blood through the organs. That's, that's another good point. Uh, again, uh, 
knowing whether you're on drugs like beta blockers that could slow your heart. I mean, there there are there are co co founding and problems that you have to be aware of. But pulse is definitely one of them. And if it's over a hundred, you you know, and you have. It's just, just ladies and gentlemen, I don't, I don't want to go into that area because it, at that, that's only one part of the diagnosis. I mean, when a physician makes a diagnosis, he takes your whole body into consideration. Pulse, temperature is just part of this of this problem. You just can't you can't say, well, I have a slow pulse, I have underactive thyroid. It doesn't work that way. I wish it was that simple, uh, but unfortunately, it's not because everything in our body works together. Um, so, Dr. Smith, why don't you explain a little bit about the, uh, the the testing you do to find out if there are pesticides or toxins uh, in different areas of the body? Well, the CyberScan technology is probably 100 years ahead of what traditional medicine is doing. It literally takes a holographic energy pattern off your palm shocker your, from your hand in 10 seconds, and then it compares that energy pattern with like 122,000 electromagnetic signals in its database. So it has known frequencies of specific uh, you know, factors. Of Each pesticide has a frequency. Every uh, virus or bacteria or fungus has a frequency. So by comparing your frequency with known frequencies, it can come up with a diagnosis uh, of a core issue of a problem. And then once that's found, then you can take, steps, you know, how to detox it. Okay, so that would be, you know, another uh, uh, diagnostic area, a cyber scan, C-Y-B-E-R-S-C-A-N, that you could look into uh, to make sure that you're, you know, uh, of the root cause of your dysfunction. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, we have a few minutes left here because I cannot go past 45 minutes past the hour today because of a a uh, dear friend of mine lost his child, and I need to be with him tonight. Um, so, all right, so we know about thyroid. Uh, we're starting to learn that it has a lot of symptoms. There is a book that's been published by Dr. Broda Barnes. It's called Hypothyroidism, the Unsuspected Diagnosis. The On rereading this book, uh, the concepts are as valid today as they were when they were published in the 70s. Uh, he explains in the book how to take the basal body uh, temperature by by uh, by uh, the method he uses and the reason why he uses it. He goes into Dr. Kimball. I mean, just great uh, chapter after chapter as I'm paging through here of valuable information. So you want to, might want to look into that if you have a thyroid condition. You might want to look into uh, some other websites or just keep con- – you know, turn, tune in again. Weekly, we're, we're going to be talking about thyroid because it's just as I was going, trying to prepare for this program today, I have a stack of literature that I can't, I'll, ne- I'll never get through in, in even two or three programs. I even have literature going back to 1987 uh, by a Dr. Leo Spira, an MD, PhD. At that time, in 87, they stating things that it's surprising to people now, like studying the effects of fluoride. I mean, hello, you know, and associating that with Addison's disease and thyroid diseases. So we have a lot of uh, material to cover over time. And let's just talk about that. Let's just, before we get into iodine, let me just bring up a couple points. 
Remember we said the T4 is the inactive form of the hormone, the T3 is the active, and your liver has to convert it. If you're not converting it, it could mean chronic illnesses. You might have something going on with you. And there's where the stealth uh, cyber scan might be able to, to pin that down. You may have nutritional deficiencies. Again, you, that, that needs to be looked into. You may be in contact with endocrine disruptors like pesticides and the BPA and so forth. It could be your diet. You know, maybe you're eating too many carbs. Or maybe you're not eating enough protein. Or maybe you're taking birth control pills. Or maybe you're taking those medications we talked about. Or maybe you're eating too much soy or too much walnuts. And maybe, just maybe, we should be looking at your, at your iodine. Okay, because iodine is the key to a healthy thyroid and efficient metabolism. So, you know, it's, it, this is a, a problem that needs a holistic approach. It's a natural, holistic approach. It's not just, uh, you know, you have this abnormal test and we'll give you medication because it, this, this, again, the thyroid, the sex glands, and the, and the adrenal glands are a symphony of glands that work together. And uh, it's really important, really important. So well, Ron, uh, just another, another quick issue people don't realize, the, we're still getting – Radiation from Fukushima on a daily basis, it gets into the 200-mile-an-hour jet stream, and that's affecting our thyroids big time, uh, especially children. And the bottom line is um, there's an, uh, and in addition to the radiation, you know, apples have pectin, and the pectin helps to uh, absorb the, um, the cesium-137, which is, you know, the body mistakens that for potassium. And that's how it absorbs it in there. But then there's also another major factor that's not addressed, and that's the emotional factor. The bottom line is um, there's a lot of, uh, you know, mental abuse that goes on in our society. There's physical abuse. Um, and, and there's also issues, if you listen to Bruce Lipton, you can have your pre-recorded tape before your age of six or even genetically from generations back some emotional tags that are hooked onto your uh, software that you're not even aware of. That, that, that's a valid point. And that's a, that's part of my stack of stuff that I'm not getting to today. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, because it reminds me of Carol, who we had on the show. And that uh, at the end of this discussion on thyroid, she has to come on and because thyroid right. issues definitely can be uh, affected by emotional scars from earlier in life. And we have to have her talk about that. She, she really is. She knows what she knows her uh, field, and uh, I was really impressed with, with her. The, the, well, the one time we had her on the show, second time she uh, conveniently got a sore throat and couldn't talk. But uh, this is in my stack of things here: emotional issues, and there are just. I mean, even the mainstream media now is coming out with articles, but they're burying them. The, the, the research is being done, but they're not available to the public. So we need to bring out about about iodine, fluoride, all the, all this stuff. And lastly, but not leastly, the emotional issues that can affect your metabolism. And we, we did talk about Bruce Lipton and told people to go to YouTube and, and check him out. Uh, really uh, interesting, uh, interesting uh, YouTube videos that he has. Hours at a time, ladies and gentlemen. So just, you know sit back and get some popcorn and listen to Bruce Lipton. Really interesting. Dr. Smith turned me on to him and he really, uh, 
explains how perceptions can become reality. Jerry, I'm sorry about this, but I, I do have a, no problem. a friend that that that, that needs my needs our, sure. our help tonight. Uh, we we will be back next week, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry about this. I do apologize, but as uh, one of our politicians uh, is fond of saying, uh, I am self-funding this show, so I'm not dependent on advertising. And uh, I guess I can end the show early because I can, right, Jer? Yep. Uh, but I do want to I do want to talk about uh, electromagnetic fields too, because what something came up this week that just blew my mind, and that's in baby monitors. And you sort of forget these wireless monitors we have uh, watching our babies and how these uh, radio frequencies can affect them. And I have a, a, a tape, uh, an audio soundbite about that from uh, Dr. Kerry Cock, uh, Crofton that I want to play for you. We'll do that next week because it runs over uh, almost three minutes long. But ladies and gentlemen, I do uh, beg for your indulgence. Uh, we are going to uh, uh, call it a day today. Remember, as I keep telling you, a bad attitude is like a flat tire. You can't go anywhere until you change it. Thank you for listening. Next week, we'll continue our talk about thyroid, and we'll have uh, at somewhere uh, half past the hour, Dr. Uh, Stephen Pascucci talk about macular degeneration and eye conditions. And I hope you tune in next week. Thank you. Please tell your friends about Rejuvenations Health Radio and Time with Dr. Ron and Dr. Jerry Smith. We'd love to have you listen. We'd love to have you uh, uh, spread the word uh, even further because we're doing this uh, to give you valuable information. Uh, There is no profit motive at all. In fact, uh, we spend our own money to bring you this show every week. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. We're going to sign out now and hope to see you next week. See you, Dr. Smith. Take care. Dr. Ron and Dr. Ron have left the building. Thank you for listening to Rejuvenation Health Radio. Here on blogtalkradio.com. See you next week. Ciao.